The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to the title sponsor of the Big Show. That is Big O. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires for the lowest price tires and pay nothing today options. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We're going to talk some basketball with David Locke coming up here in a moment. Get David's thoughts on what to expect out of camp down in Vegas. And, uh, you know, the latest with his jazz. We're going to ask him about Ben Simmons, too. He had a strong opinion on Ben Simmons last week when he joined us. So curious to what he thinks about uh, what Doc said, because David was critical of Doc Rivers last week. He was. He said that he uh, he sent the message to his player that he was unwanted, and that's an unwise move. So we'll get his thoughts on, uh, on Doc. I don't, I don't know. What do you want to call it today? Backpedaling? Because it wasn't really backpedaling. No, it Trying was... Trying to reframe claiming, history? Yes. He <laughs> <laughs> was, was essentially saying that he didn't say what he said. I'm also curious if David has any thoughts on the Timberwolves moving away from their general manager just you know days before camp starts. Yeah. And did you see that they hired the creator of the NBA trade machine on ESPN? No. Oh, jeez. Well... Is that progressive thinking? I I don't know. Certainly including uh, technology, I suppose. All right, let's get out of the Smart Rain special guest line. Best of State winner Smart Rain is having an end-of-season sale on their irrigation smart controller. Save 50% off each smart controller purchased. Offer available to all commercial property zone listeners. Visit smartrain.net to schedule a demo today. His appearance on the show is brought to you each and every week by our friends at the Murdoch Auto Group. He's the radio voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke. What's going on, David? Hey guys, what's what's the latest? Any any interesting college football stuff going on? Anything interesting to talk about there? I uh, gotta tell you what, Sean O'Connell yesterday in your show, he was great, awesome. Yeah, he was great. Sean, awesome. It's been a long time for me with local sports radio where there was a story that I was so intrigued by that I like went to twelve eighty thezonecom dot com, clicked in just to hear what everyone had to say, and then. And then I and I got I clicked on right to get your interview with him, and he really impacted my take on that whole story. I thought he was he was outstanding. I thought he hit on a bunch of stuff. Let's start there, David. I, I'm curious if this is uh, Charlie Brewer tra- transferring. What's going on with that position? And at Utah right now is is grabbing your attention. I, I thought Sean had a bunch of different stuff, but what jumped out at you? So I thought the first one that really jumped out at me was this idea that. You know, you sign a fifth-year mercenary, and so there's really no. And Tim Lacombe actually tweeted this: you can't really expect them to have much um, uh, loyalty to your program. That that's, I think, you know, that's that. Like, why would they? And so here, this kid likes football. Is probably not a pro prospect, and is his opportunity to play is about to go away if he sticks around for two more games. So if he leaves, he can get the chance to play again one more year. Now, you know, what is that? And is he going to, you know, is he 
misguided and thinks he actually has a chance to play, you know, in the NFL. And so that's why he's doing it. Everyone's holding him back. Maybe it's, you know, it's rare that a kid has self respect or self introspection at this age. But if that was really the thought, like, you know what, I'm just not done with college football. Like I just want to do more. And I, and if I stick around here, I lose all my eligibility. I'm never going to play football ever again. I love football. Then I got, I have a hard time complaining about that. And frankly, I, I think, you know, uh, sports fans for their university don't really care about the kids. They just care about the university. Let's be really honest about it. Penn State still has people that show up to their games. I wonder if uh, I wonder if this will slow down that graduate transfer thing. Probably not. Well, I mean, you, you're like, I mean, I think that this is a clear, like, this is the downside, right? Like. You have to understand that there's, like, if you bring these kids in, they don't care about your program. They only care about themselves. Like, I, one of the most interesting teams I ever covered in all of my career was a University of Washington team. I, I have to go back and, like, I always tell these stories, and then you really get nervous of whether or not they're actually true or not anymore. But my memory is it was a Jim Lambright uh, team. And it probably was 90, let's see, I went there, oh, probably about 98, 99, 2000. And they had like 13 pro players on that team. They were loaded, like on the lines, everywhere. And they lost like two of their opening three games. And like they tanked, like they were five and six because then every single player on that roster was now playing for themselves, all right? They they just did not – there was nothing about the team that mattered because it was all about going to be a college player at that point. I think when you're signing these five-year guys, you have to realize that there's absolutely no loyalty to the program, nor should there be because the program hasn't given them anything. So, David, PK hit on something interesting as as far as developing players and how that's going to change at the at the collegiate level with the with the new transfer rules. But isn't there an NBA application there too, where franchises who choose to go the development route as opposed to you know the Lakers are ad- adding free agents and everybody under the sun? They're not the only ones who who go at it that way. Obviously, Brooklyn and there are many other teams uh, that that have that example in the past. But you know, in, in college sports, it'll be really interesting how much you know player development were there will there be players that come in and sit two or three years get better have their opportunity and are better players for it as opposed to well i'm not starting this year off to somewhere else yeah i mean the the willingness of players to transfer just changes a lot of it but you know what like i think this is on the university like so if i'm not playing but i think i'm getting better and i think i'm being treated fairly and i think i have a chance then doesn't like, don't you stick around if you're yeah, a freshman or sophomore? How many how many young people can accurately make that assessment? Have this self awareness to be able to accurately make that assessment? You know if you're being cared for. Uh, Urban Meyer historically got a lot out of players because he treated them so badly. Um. 
Say that again. Urban Meyer historically got so what? So he had this thing where where he, there were three or four players on the team where he'd really treat well, and then everybody else, particularly the underclassmen, he'd treat them poorly. And the whole idea was to get them to work hard to become the favored child, so to speak. And it was all this. Well, I mean, you could talk to different players that played for him, but I mean, it was all a mental game, right? But they weren't exactly being cared for, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, yeah, so I think that kind of coaching is going to have to change, right? The old school coaching that you broke the kid down to build them back up, which I think is like not a very good style of coaching, is over. You treat a kid like that and break them down, they're going to leave. But that's fine because that's the easy route. Like, screaming and yelling at a kid and breaking him down and humiliating him and then trying to build him back up so that he's de- dependent on you like an abused child, like, we can we can move on from that. Like we've progressed as a society, we don't need that anymore. I couldn't agree with you more, David. I think you're right on the money. And uh, guess what? Urban's finding that out in Jacksonville right now, aren't we? Right. Like, right. If that's really Urban's style of coaching, it's really interesting that he's about to be a crash and burn Jerry Tarkanian esque NFL coach. I think that's a big reason for it, honestly. And Gordon and I talked a lot about whether Urban would be successful at the NFL level. I'm not so sure for that reason. I don't think that act plays at that level. Right. So, um, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I just like, I mean, I go back to like, like that Mike Rice tape. It's like, really? Like, we're really still doing this? Like, come on now. So, um, I mean, what I think, can I, if we're going to talk college football from 30,000 feet, I think the fascinating one is the lasting impact of COVID. So, is the Pac 12 so bad right now? Because they played five games last year, because California kids didn't play last year, because they can't get any, because they don't have any freshmen that were ready to play, because they didn't play last year, because the West Coast kids didn't play. Like, is this having an impact on what's taking place with Pac-12 football? It didn't seem to bother Oregon when they beat Ohio State. Okay. Is one? Is our sample size one? Or is our sample size twelve? <laughs> one. One. Because the, the 12 seems not very good. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Is <laughs> the answer. Yeah. Um, all right, David. Well, we do have some basketball stuff for you today. Uh, actually, several yeah. things that we want to get to. You had some very you had strong opinions last week about uh, Ben Simmons and uh, Doc Rivers. And today, Doc went on ESPN, which was surprising, but uh, to talk about some things. So for, let's let's revisit Doc's... Let's let's revisit Doc's comments from after Game Seven, Austin. Let me make one comment. Okay. When a head coach requests to be on ESPN, things are not good. Yeah, I I would certainly agree to that. So this is just a little memory refresher. This is after Game Seven. Uh, what happened with Doc Rivers that uh, kind of ticked Ben Simmons off? Here you go. Doc, you think Ben Simmons can can still be a point guard for for a championship team like the one you guys want to become? Yeah, David, I don't know that question or the answer to that right now. Um, you know, so I don't know the answer to that. Okay. So Doc went on with Steven. What's that? That is arguably the worst answer by any coach in the history of press conferences. Okay. Well, we'll listen to the backpedal today. You ready for this? Here you go. Go ahead, Austin. I want to correct that because I, I would love you guys to play what I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, and I've told you this before, Stephen A., never said what was reported. The question was asked about Ben. It was the first question after we just lost to Game 7. My answer was, I'm not answering any of that stuff right now, guys. I don't even know how to answer that. That had nothing to do with about Ben. 
I was basically saying I'm not answering that crap, those yeah. questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what disappointed me, and I don't, you know, I don't do this media thing very right. often. You never see me do that. Right. Um, it was being portrayed that I was out there saying, I don't think we can win with Ben. And I do. I, I told Ben that the next day. Um, what, what really disappointed me was the next day I went on and said, guys, I know exactly what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And no one heard it. They just kept running their narrative. So, you know, I've been in sports a long time and, and I'm not rep- misrepresented very often. But in that case, I was. Uh, but it is what it is. All right, let's play it again. Let's hear it again. Let's hear it with that thought. That that's what he was trying to say. If, by the way, it was not the first question. I believe it, it was, was the fifth question. It was the conference. second. You are right about that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, let's hear it again because let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's hear it again. Doc, you think Ben Simmons can can still be a point guard for for a championship team like the one you guys want to become? Yeah, David. I don't know that question or the answer to that right now. Um, you know, so I don't know the answer to that. Don't know if I'm buying it, David. Um, I'm, uh, uh, I, 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 I know whether I'm buying it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm going to go that way, but, but you understand, I, I guess I, I think they're about to lose. They have, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're in an issue, right? Like they have, um, they have a marquee star player. Who's not, not has and whose agency has done a masterful job on how to tell the story, right? Like, oh, I'm willing to play for anyone, all 29 teams, but not not that one because of that quote. Pretty well done. Well, there's a difference between not knowing how to answer a question and not knowing whether the guy can lead your team. <laughs> Uh, that that's uh, there's a well, big difference like, between those two. Things. I mean, I I mean the truth of the matter is okay. So let's give Doc the, the like a minor benefit of the doubt here, but not a very big one. So the truth is that he was upset after a loss. Okay, that's really real, right? What we ask these guys to do after a season-ending tough loss and to answer these questions is really hard. Like that's 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 fair, right? We all agree with that. Like. You're disappointed he just played well. Clearly Ben was having some sort of mental block that was preventing him from playing his game at the top level. He doesn't dunk. You're as a coach, you're, you know, like he's let you down, right? There's no question Ben let them down. And so I get it. But, like, the answer to that question is he's an all-league player. You have to have those players to win championships. That was the answer, right? That's the only answer. He just failed. He just blew it. So, like, now he blew it in, unfortunately, a bad enough way that it's having long-term ramifications, and that's what he's upset about, and he thinks it's unfair. So, and, you-, you know what? If you're, if you're Doc, you might think it, you might be right that it's unfair. You may have defended Ben time and time again and supported him, and now Ben's blaming this one quote on you. That might feel really unfair. So what's happening here, David? Do they want is, is Doc trying to polish this thing up so they have a better chance of trading him, or is he trying to make an appeal to Ben Simmons? He's probably trying to do both. He has not. Um, 
I would say that he probably is, they're not getting quite the offers they want. And so they really need Ben Simmons back if they're going to win. And trading him's not a very viable option right now. And so they need someone to step, you know, they need, they need Ben to come to camp. And Ben is not coming to camp right now. Speaking of camp, David, what do you make of the Jazz going down to Vegas? I think it's great. I mean, if you really look at where this franchise, kind of the key moment in this franchise recently, it was the bubble. Right? So they go down to the bubble. There's a lot of talk, a lot of problems, a lot of this, a lot of that all going on around that team before they went to the bubble. And they, when they get together as a group, they've got a really special bond. So, you know, they don't have problems right now, but that's a pretty heart-wrenching loss. Their last experience together as a group wasn't super. So can they go down to the bubble? Can they go down to Vegas to have a unique experience amongst themselves and regain the special connection that they had over the last 24 months and, and get that back to being where it needs to be? And hopefully that can happen. And training camp is so short now that, you know what? And and frankly, train, training camp's interesting because they have three days here right out of the shoot, right where they go to Vegas, and then they come back. And on the backside of Dallas, they have another three days probably where they can practice in Salt Lake, and then they on the backside of Milwaukee have like six days. So it's almost three camps. So the idea, right? So it's three early, three middle, and five late. And I think that the What's interesting about that is you, you, you might as well go for one of those little stretches, go somewhere, and if you've already been on the road for four days on the front side of it, you probably don't want to do that again. So I think it's you know I think it's really smart. So David, the, uh, the you know who who was it was it Einstein who said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. The Jazz made some moves during this offseason. How will they be different? This time around. So let me tell you why I think that approach is, and that phrase is totally irrelevant for this situation. That would assume that last year was a failure. The truth is what's going on in the league right now is that teams, like how many teams in the West do you think, I mean, this is, so for the first time ever in NBA history, since 19. 19- 7980 8182 since 8182 since basically the merger so blazers win it warriors win it like we've had four champions in four years the last time we had that was 8081 if we didn't have the cap spike where durant goes to the warriors there's a real chance we've had seven champions in seven years thank god we didn't because then the thunder might have won a championship and that would have been the end of my life um, not really, but let's go with it. Um, so we're at a different stage in this league than we've ever been before. The amount of teams that could win the title this year, uh, there's like four on the East and seven on the West, maybe five on the East, right? Sure. I got, I mean, I have, I've got five teams. Who I think could play in the playing game and win the West. So, what you have is that you have a bunch of teams that have like a 10, 11, 12, 15, maybe the best have an 18, maybe Brooklyn will get up to a 22% chance to win the title. 
Milwaukee probably had a 15% chance, 20% chance to win the title three years ago, 18% chance, and then an 18% chance, and it finally came through for them. So you're not like the definition of insanity is 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 doing the same thing back over again. The definition of smart is if you're like if you have a 15% chance to win, you keep your 15% chance to win, and you try to win again. And like we have a 15% chance to win the title this year, and last year our 15% chance didn't win the title for us. I think the disappointing, it might not this year, but we've got a chance. The disappointing part for the Jazz, I think, was uh, one, they didn't even get to the finals, and, and that would have been an advancement for them. But the fact that they dropped three straight to the Nuggets and then they dropped four straight to the Clippers, man, that just doesn't feel right. And I'm sure with the, with the way the players have talked, uh, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert in particular, about wanting to win a title, you know, fit. Uh, not winning a title in this manner had to be painful for them and unsatisfactory. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, I think that's a little bit why Vegas is important, right? Like this this group's gotta this group's got to come back together and reform their bond because their last experience together is not great. So it's one thing not to win a championship; it's another to lose four straight in the second round, you know? Sure, but, I mean, that could go, I mean, lose four straight while you're not playing your starting point guard and your – I mean, I've rewatched right, the second right, half of right. that. Mm-hmm. I watched the rewatch the second half, the disaster. It's finally just thought I had to go back and see it and, you know, rewatched it. And you know what? Like, it's really obvious. The injuries are really obvious when you rewatch it. Like, Paul George is turning corners on Donovan Mitchell. That just is not a way that he turns the corner. Like, it's, it's, you don't allow that. Like – Mike Conley just can't move. Like Rudy was, you know, there's other stuff that's Mm -hmm. not great, right? Every single one of our guys gets roasted one on one at some point. Like if I hear another stupid blowhard talk about Rudy during that time period, we have to do something about that because it's just ridiculous, Mm -hmm. right? This is not Rudy Gobert's problem. This is the fact that we couldn't. Guys were just driving downhill at them on every play and getting by our guys and beating him to the rack. And like, okay, Rudy can come help, but that's not Rudy's fault. Like someone's got to be able to guard their yard. And if we can't guard our yard, then that's a really big problem. And we don't have a great lineup of, of you know, defensive players out there, but hopefully we'll be better at it. David, thank you as always, buddy. We appreciate it. Season's almost here. It is. It's prep time. Like, I'm doing three or four teams a night. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's time. Like, you gotta ca- you got to have it all done by the time the season starts because you can never catch up. Yep. Yep. No doubt. All right, buddy. Thank you. See ya. David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz. Let's get back out to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. Andrew, let's help our listeners who might be struggling in the bedroom. Yes, if you are struggling in the bedroom, guys, if you're frustrated, if you're sick of pills, or if the intimacy just isn't what it used to be, uh, you need to know about this acoustic wave therapy that Wasatch Medical Clinic uses. We kind of pioneered this uh, and have seen it advance. We've seen the clinical data continue to come out showing uh, this is the new standard of care for ED. That's the Journal of Sexual Medicine. Uh, Cambridge University said that every single guy they tested got an increase in blood flow. And the Cleveland Clinic recently said that there was a statistical and clinical increase in blood flow for the men they tested. Uh, At the end of the day, it's treating the root cause problem of erectile dysfunction. 
there's no pills, and it really is so effective helping a lot of couples all over the country. Who's a good candidate for this, Andrew? I would say anybody that's experiencing a frustration, but probably if you're not at zero percent, if you've still got some function left, I've seen uh, guys go back to normal with just a few treatments. So the results can come on quicker for an individual like that. 801-901-8000. That is the number to call. Get in, see the doctor, and a lot for free today. So much for free. If you're ready to treat the root cause problem of your ED, regain the love life, and throw the pills away, uh, call us the assessment exam and blood flow ultrasound. That's with our MD is free. You get the gift that I don't think I've ever seen fail. It produces immediate results in the bedroom. And this is a valuable one. If you feel like you need it, blood work and testosterone is free to our patients as well today. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. More next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Time to bring in Nick Ford, the Youth Center. For you guys who've been around, you're used to being 3-0 and at this point in the season. It's been a long time since you weren't. How different does it feel now as you start conference play basically to not be 3-0? and We're pissed off for greatness. It's not something, you know, you can sit here and dwell on because it will um, topple everything over. And looking at it the way we're looking at it, we know our mistakes. We know what we have to fix. We know what we have to get done. And we still have an opportunity to turn everything around. You know, there's still nine games of conference play. We're 0-0 zero zero right now as we see it. That's why I said the team is very uh, optimistic right now and willing right now because we see what we have in front of us. We understand what just happened, and we understand that we cannot continue to let that happen. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. For the best college football coverage in Utah, this is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Cougars at 30 update. Coach Sataki says linebackers have to step up after the Peely injury. When you're playing against high tempo, no huddle type of team like what USF will do, we're going to need more than just 11 starters on defense. We're going to need a number of those guys, and we're going to have to dip into the depth because we want to play fresh and play where everybody's clicking at 100%. Ben's one of the guys that, that's going to fill in that we feel really comfortable with, but we feel good about that whole entire group. We feel good about Drew Jensen and, and Josh Wilson and Morgan Piper, you know, Jackson Kofusi. That whole group, we're going to, we're going to have to step up. We might have to change a couple things from what Peyton Wilgard does and, and look into a little bit of things that, that Peyton and Max can do with their experience and maybe move guys around. But we'll figure it out in the next in the next few days and give our guys a chance to compete and we'll, we'll play with the best 11. This update brought to you by Davis Vision. Their back-to-school sale going on now. Get $1,000 off LASIK and get rid of those contacts or glasses forever. LASIK can be an affordable option and financing is available. Don't wait. Call today, 801-253-3080 or go online, davisvisionmd.com. That's Davis Vision. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. It's an early start for the Aggies as they square off against Boise State and Logan. Hear all the play-by-play action on the Zone Sports Network, beginning with a pregame show Saturday morning at 9. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. 
show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon, I've been uh, meaning to bring this up with you uh, all week, so I might as well jump into it now. Did you see the hammer? John Wilner, San Jose Mercury News, put out uh, his power rankings for the Pac-12 and included BYU. <laughs> Can you have him second? Yeah, I'm second behind Oregon. And he said this, Cougars visit uh, Washington State in late October and will face USC in the season finale with the South title likely on the line, <laughs> assuming the Trojans stay in the race, is what uh, he said, which, which I think is funny. Because normally the hammer is trolling BYU fans, so he's kind of trolling everybody else by including BYU. But I'm curious to what you think about, the, about his rankings. Well, first of all, I think the Cougars are Rose Bowl bound. They could be, Gordon. Could be. Uh, here's here's what he's got. And by the way, this is an impossible task given that nobody's played a conference game yet. But Ever tell you about the time I hit golf balls into the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I've, I've heard that one. Okay. Uh, Oregon number one. That's the the only I think no brainer of yes, this whole thing. Obviously. B- BYU two, uh, but then from there UCLA three. Even though they just lost to Fresno, forty to thirty-seven, <laughs> Arizona State four. Even though they just lost to BYU, twenty-seven seventeen, Stanford five, USC six, Oregon State, the Mighty Beavs after their forty-two zero win over Idaho at uh, number seven, Cal at number eight, Utah at number nine, Washington at ten, Washington State at eleven, Colorado at twelve. And Arizona at 13. I thought his uh, his comment about Colorado was kind of funny. Uh, this is what he said. He says, the hotline would like to issue a correction. Last week we wrote that CU has an eight-win defense and a four-win offense. That statement should have said <laughs> Buffaloes have a six-win defense and a zero-win offense. <laughs> 63 yards, yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. That what? must have been painful to watch. But, see, I think this, this little exercise, this little, little power ranking exercise is just an illustration of how the, the conference is. The, the, the door is still wide open for you, Tom. Yes. Because uh-huh. there's just, I mean, you, you look at Oregon and then everything else. I mean, I think Fresno State might turn out to be a fairly decent team. But still, you know, UCLA beats LSU and you think maybe there's they're someone who's going to be able to carry a little water from the, for the conference. You wouldn't expect them to go out and lose to Fresno State. Right. Although Fresno is not bad. Right. And either is San Diego State, mm-hmm. in the fairness to Utah. See, here's the thing. Here's the good news. Utah is better than what they've shown so far. I think they are. So I, I don't know it for a fact, obviously, but it, it seems like they should be better than that and they can grow through this season. But that might also be true of SC. When you saw the way Jackson Dart played in that last game and the spark he gave his team, they were down 14 zip. I know. He replaced a real bum. <laughs> Who could have liked that guy? <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, I the, didn't mean that. The, I joke. The point is uh, that, that it's evolving. And, you know, maybe one of those teams – Maybe be the Utes. I don't know. Maybe one of those teams will will emerge as as something more than what we've seen thus far. You know what's funny? I wonder if Mike Bone, the the AD at USC, actually wants the interim coach to succeed. Because the last couple of times when that happened, the uh, uh, the USC had a difficult decision on their hands, and they made the wrong decision one time and the wrong decision again. So he wants them to fail. 
where they so got rid of So he doesn't have to deal so with So he that. can hire his guy. Yeah. yeah, so he doesn't have to deal with, well, should they keep the interim guy or <laughs> the not? players like him. We'll hear it. I guarantee <laughs> What is this, Major League? <laughs> guarantee USC plays better, and then all of a sudden we'll see the stories about how the players love the interim coach, and then he'll have to— <laughs> So Mike Bone, Mike Bone's ordering uh, someone to break uh, Jackson Dart's ankles or it's, something? It's more like the—that's a little extreme. Wow. Okay, Tanya. Wow, well, Tony uh, Soprano? Yeah, no, kidding, it, I think kidding. It, Austin's on to something. It's like the, the owner for Major League. You know that scene where she's <laughs> like, I know. We're coddling these guys too much. Yeah. Put them and on a bus. She takes away all their resources. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, but they won the freaking pennant. And b- despite her best yeah. efforts, yeah. Well, you don't want to see Mike Bone is uh, like life likeness in the uh, in the locker room, you know, with. Bits and pieces. Oh, stop of, it. Of course, that's where you're going. Well, I Chester. mean, I, my that, guess that, that, is, that's what motivated the team. Well. Mike is going to lock the practice facility and be like, you know what, guys? <laughs> you know what? We're, we're going through some renovations. So <laughs> they found asbestos. Can't <laughs> use no, no room for you. <laughs> Go to McDonald's. Call the stewardesses, Vaughn. I need one of those bags. <laughs> I don't think they have any stewardesses. I wonder if they have any pilots. <laughs> The guy taping up the propeller. (laughs) That is such a funny movie. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly what's going on That's what's happening. Bone, bone. Bone at USC. He's like, all right, how can we help these guys lose? I want to hire my guy. I need Fickle in here. (laughs) Like, we won't won't poison the team. We won't go Gordon's length, but we will undercook something (laughs) at the training table. Guess what, everyone? We now have to share helmets. (laughs) (laughs) Offense and defense have to switch. Swap it out. Not just helmets, pads, too. (laughs) They got a dressing booth out there on the sideline. Everyone jumps in that tent. The equipment manager lost all the cleats, so you got to play your shower sliders this week. Yeah, we got some PF flyers here (laughs) you can put on. Isn't that a, oh no, that's, I was about to say, isn't that a wagon? But that's radio flyer. Right. That is, yeah. Pia Flyers were our shoe way back Chuck, in the day. Yeah, the Chucks, yeah. Well, the Chucks were something different. Oh, yeah. Pia Flyers, what he wore in the sandlot. Oh, was it? To get over the fence in time, yeah. Pia Flyers, Keds, and uh, and Chuck Taylors. Which were Converse, right? Right. Okay. All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Talk about, uh, never mind. I'm not gonna I love Converse. I used to wear only Converse shoes. Did you? Yeah. Anyway. Anywho, the hammer has BYU at number two. How about that? Stay tuned. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Aggies, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Aggies square off against Boise State for a big Mountain West Conference battle at Maverick Stadium. Hear all the play-by-play action on the Zone Sports Network, beginning with a pregame show Saturday morning at 9. From Monday morning to all the play-by-play action, nobody brings you better coverage of Aggie football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, hey, guys. 
Jake here from my friends at Peach Window and Door. And let me tell you, Cindy and her group at Peach are absolutely wonderful. They are a locally owned business. They've been Utah's premier window and door retailer since 1993. And they want to show you just what they're capable of. A custom work is what they do. If you can dream it, they can do it. And uh, they do it uh, better than anybody else out there. Get this. They actually believe in superior customer service, and they back up what they say. They are a turnkey window and door company from sales to installation. So they don't do the subcontractor thing. They're not farming you out to somebody else. You're not going to get ghosted. When you call them, they answer. They believe in communicating with their customers. I know. What a shocker. And on top of that, uh, they'll uh, back up all of their work uh, you know, and uh, back it up with guarantees designed to create satisfied customers. So here's how you get the ball rolling. They have zero interest financing available. They do free in-home estimates. You can call them, 801-566-1285. That's 801-566-1255. Go online to peachbuildingproducts.com. Find out why they have over 255 star reviews on Google. That's peachbuildingproducts.com. Or go by their beautiful showroom. It's awesome. See for yourself what they're capable of. 2940 South, 300 West, right there in Salt Lake. It's Peach Window and Door. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, it's your Utes at 50 update here on the big show. Here's Devin Lloyd shared some details on that player-only meeting. Um, I thought it went very well, actually. Um, you know, a lot of the older guys just kind of discussed, you know, you know, how we felt, you know, as far as how the season has gone so far and, you know, what we want to get out of it. And so um, I thought it was very productive. Just a little more bought in by everybody. Um, you know, I think it showed today at practice as well. This update, <clears throat> excuse me, brought to you by our friends at Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Whether it's the classic Rickster, Killer, Handsome Rob, Pastrami, Fajita, or Killer Breakfast Burrito, don't forget the best shoestring fries out there. Marley's Gourmet Sliders will satisfy any hunger just off I-15 inside Timpanogos Harley-Davidson. It's Marley's. College football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Utes kick off Pac-12 play with a battle against the Washington State Cougars. Your home for the best coverage of Ute football is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. What are you smirking about over there? <laughs> Just the things we talk about. Like what? Oh, that Stuff thing that you think of every about. six to eight seconds? <laughs> Does that continue on? Because that's not true for me. Is that just a, you don't think of the Beatles that often? 
Oh, really? I thought you were a fan. I am. Every six to eight seconds? See, what you don't understand about me and my Beatles take is I'm a fan of Beatles music just performed by someone else. Yeah, fake Beatles. I prefer fake Beatles over real Beatles. You know, I've made a commitment to myself not to even comment on this nonsense. The Beatles are worse than the monkeys. Here we go. Here we go with all the Beatles are worse than Millie Vanilli. The Beatles are worse than Limp Biscuit. The Beatles are the most overrated band in history. See, that one I agreed with. Just not true. Not the other three. I don't know. I'm not, I never was a big Limp Biscuit guy. (laughs) Do tell. I don't know. I just, they just weren't my thing. But they are pretty overrated. Who's a band that you uh, you really, really like that most other people hate? No. I mean, you like Bob Dylan's singing. But yeah. a lot of people like Bob Dylan's music, so I don't yeah. know if that counts. Yeah, but the, and by the way, I don't complain about that 24-7. To each its own. Uh, I don't know, Gordon. You don't, when I say Bob Dylan can't sing, you don't look at me and go... Young people these days, they just don't understand the greatness of Bob Dylan. I'll tell you you, you a band that I like uh, that we had as band of the day earlier. uh, I think it was last week, wasn't it? Or was it this week? I don't know. Uh, uh, Is Third Eye Blind. All right. Don't most people like Third Eye Blind? I don't know. I don't know. I've heard people say that. I hear a lot of hate towards Third Eye Blind, yeah. I know what it is for you. It's it's, uh, Scott Stepp. Stop, Scott Stapp, yeah. the, the lead singer of Creed? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people hate that band, and they're wrong. In all honesty, we're talking about pop music, so by definition, a lot of people like it. <laughs> Popular? Yeah. I mean, that's ah. that's what it means, right? So, <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> it doesn't so, mean soda pop? <laughs> is, is there a correct answer to that question? Which question? Is there a pop band that everybody hates that you like? Well, they wouldn't be a well, pop not band everybody, if everybody on. hates them. And for someone who complains about other people being literalists, you you have a bad case. I don't mean everyone. I just mean a lot of people. I mean, what if I were to say the Spice Girls? They were extraordinarily popular. A lot of people liked them. <laughs> what about Seether? I like Seether. I know, but a lot of people didn't, right? Yeah, a lot of people don't. Yeah, that's true. But, Gordon, you... You're the one that likes Call Me Maybe. I know. I love that song. Can you play a little of that? It's been a while since I've heard that. I'll play the TCU orientation version. <laughs> that was way funnier. <laughs> I just met you. I threw a <laughs> orientation. Was it a frog oh, that I so kissed? Bad. I think I got my wish. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this. Oh. What more can I say? Oh. Six different tunes right there. Who is this? It's the TCU orientation group. Can you imagine being an 18-year-old sitting in orientation thinking like, wow, I can't wait to go to college. This is going to be something like a new stage in my life. I mean, I'm finally an adult. An adult. 
and they march this out there. They're like, oh, have you been rule to one, wear blue. Yeah, TCU is a fine, fine college. I know. I heard about it in the song. OSAs were a ball. I'm not worried at all. Yeah, they made my day. Wow. I heard a song once that told me as much. All right, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. And Andrew, let's help our listeners. Let's finish off strong today. Yeah, guys, if you're struggling in the bedroom experiencing some ED, you don't have to. Uh, We see men come in after struggling with the pill or doing nothing. And the impacts that this has on the relationship, I think, are way bigger than we even know. It has a ripple effect. Now, here's the flip side. They go through our treatments. They get the ED fixed with the wave technology. It improves circulation in this part of the body. And then it has a good ripple effect. The intimacy, the relationship improves. I think overall happiness, men don't have to take the pill anymore, and the frequency comes back. That is a great thing. This technology at Wasatch Medical, it's the only one backed by 50 studies. Uh, Some big universities and many others have shown it to be safe, effective, and it was called the new standard of care for erectile dysfunction. Wow, and I can't believe how much uh, guys have been putting up with side effects and such from the other treatments. That's, you know, got to get away from that. Yeah, they are playing a timing game with the pill. Then they're dealing with the headaches and the blurred vision the next day. Here's another uh, thing we see is men take the pill. It stops working after a little while, so they have to take more and more of it until they're left with nothing but side effects. Now, our technology, I don't think I've ever seen a side effect Uh, The studies don't report one. Our patients don't report any. This is done on top of the skin. It takes about 10 minutes. You do a few treatments over two to three weeks, and that is it. You'd be done. 801-901-8000. That is the number to call to get on the schedule, come in and see the doctor, and you get a bunch for free. A ton for free. If you're ready to treat the root cause problem of your erectile dysfunction, get back some normal frequency. Uh, call us today, the assessment exam and blood flow ultrasound with our MD, uh, no charge. You get the gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. Uh, you guys are going to love that. And if you feel like you've got a need, I know men spending thousands of dollars on testosterone. It is totally free with Wasatch Medical Clinic today as well. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks for having me today, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate you. There you go, our friend Andrew Reinhardt, Wasatch Medical Clinic. More next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on The Zone Sports Network. Blake Anderson, head coach at Utah State. Obviously, all of us are looking at your quarterback right now, wondering how his health is and what the potential is for him to play in the upcoming weeks. Oh, he'll play. He took a tough shot. He really did. and He could have probably played, but just didn't feel like he could be very effective. And Andrew came in and did a phenomenal job, obviously, with his legs and made some big throws to help us win that thing, but I think he'll practice without a problem. He'll be sore, but would expect on game day that he's ready to go completely. He's tough and he's been beat up before. I think uh, just that particular night, the back was just at a point where he just didn't feel like he could be as effective as Andrew was, and and he told us, Coach, I I think he's got a better chance of getting us through. I just don't think I can turn on the ball like I need to. Hanson Scotting weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Going on, on, on. Every time you go, 
wrapping up a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Another day comes and goes, Gordon. Yeah, we had fun today. It was a good day. I think we covered a lot of productive territory. We goofed around a little bit. We had some fun. And uh, and I came through the show relatively unscathed. Uh, you and Austin were uh, well behaved today. Listen, I'm tired of you spinning this narrative about it's Austin and, and me that pick on you. That is ludicrous. We suffer multiple personal attacks. Hey, when do I ever show. say, when you bring something up, why do, have I ever said, why should anybody care about that? I did do that once, and I admitted I was wrong. Why would anybody possibly air. care about this? Yes, you say that after I every non-sports report. Well, I have a tough time figuring out why some of the stories you pick are news. That's the worst thing you can do to me. Insult me with such a such a <laughs> that, thought. That happened once. That, that, that happens happened every time once. I bring up the non-sports report. That happened once. You know, and I'm, I'm, if I'm, I ever get a tattoo or again, I'm, that's what I'm going to pick. Why would anyone possibly care about <laughs> this? <laughs> See, I don't even really care what, See, it, what, 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 what folks think, but you hurt my feelings with that one. That was the <laughs> one time you cut me to the quick. I didn't mean that about you. I meant that about, like, and I, we've joked about this before. How could a reporter look at some of these stories and go, I need to write about that? It's a not sports report. It's the weird things that are happening in the world, Jake. But most of them are Crazy weird. Stuff. That's my point. Most of them is like, uh, like... <laughs> This middle, one, yeah. middle-aged woman has baby. You know, you know, you're not, you're not. You're, more at it's nine. not getting any better here. It's not well, getting any better. Middle-aged woman has human baby. Yeah. In fact, if it happens one more time, and I'm not going to take my ball and go home, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make you do the not sports report. Oh, no, would, please don't. Love it. <laughs> oh, really? What would it be? Daffodils and daisies and sweet pickles? You know, pop culture. I don't know. I, I would start with interesting, and I would move from there. <laughs> oh, see, see, now you've done it. <laughs> I don't mean it. Stop being a boob over there. <laughs> no, Come on. A, hey, if it's one thing I'm not, it's a boob. Stop All right? being a boob over and, there. And That's tomorrow's am, not a sports look, report. Look, oh, my I, I am not a boob, and I have no problem <laughs> with boobs. I mean, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're out of here. This show is really something. All right, Gordon, you enjoy whatever it is you're going to do tonight. I don't, don't tell wanna, us I what know, it is. You don't. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to hear about it tomorrow Why would anybody either. care about I, that? <laughs> talk to you tomorrow. Sure. Hey! On the big show, 97.5 mm-hmm. and 1280 The Zone.